0: The following is a Black Static and Swerve production. You've found Don't Worry Wednesday, where Ryan and Joe share insight, perspective, and information on issues that real folks are dealing with every day. Here is a specific question that Ryan and Joe answered on a recent full episode of Don't Worry Wednesday.
1: Joe, what was that latest question? Hey everyone, the topic we are handling in this segment comes from Haley Hepworth and it reads, how do you stop self-suppression when it comes to thoughts, feelings, emotions, desires, etc. Just as a reminder, we are not professional therapists and our content is not a substitute for professional counseling. We're simply offering some friendly perspective and encouragement for you as you journey through these challenges. Now let's get to that topic posted by Haley Hepworth.
2: Okay. Um, honestly, uh, I, I'm sure you've heard my story before about how I went from uh, failure to success and no, um, how? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, book titles. Um, so, you know, I was extremely self-suppressive. In every type of way, um, for because I was always worried about what other people thought of me. Um, and that was the case for many, many, many years. Probably most of my life, I was that way. Um, because, yeah, I was afraid what people would think about me if I put it out there. Because what other people thought of me, apparently, really mattered a lot to me. And the way I thought of myself was somewhat dependent upon how other people thought of me. If other people people didn't like me, then um, I would feel hurt, you know? And I wanted everybody to like me, but I wasn't necessarily so strong in that that I was willing to put myself out there to be judged and liked. I just kind of wanted to be invisible, if you will. And so I, I would suppress all things, you know, my thoughts, my feelings, emotions, everything. Um. So. What I did was I encountered uh, a version of myself while online. While I was online, I didn't have that sort of self suppression. I didn't. I didn't suppress these type of thoughts. I didn't suppress the things I wanted to say out loud. Um. Because, I don't know. It just felt easier online because. Uh, I didn't feel like anyone was judging me. I didn't know these people a lot of times. Or I knew them, but I came to know them through acting a certain way where I wasn't necessarily suppressing all of my thoughts um, and actions and so on. And because I came to know them that way, uh, it wasn't weird or awkward for me to be outgoing in those types of categories, to be silly and so on, mm-hmm. um, to be silly in public, to let myself go and not worry so much. Um, you know, I still worried about what they thought about me, of course. But I wasn't it was more comfortable for me online. So, um I I saw myself as that online and then in real life or outside of the online online realm, like for example at school or with my family, etc. Um I noticed they were two very different people. Um And in my real life, I didn't have a whole lot of friends. Uh, I had a couple, but not a whole lot of friends. I didn't talk much, and I didn't really like that about me. Um, But I really liked this online person. So what I did is I started to force myself to do the things that my online self would do while in real life and in public at school or with the family or whatever. I started to force myself to do those things, even though it was really uncomfortable. Um, And what I found was that people started to like me. Uh, All of a sudden, I started getting new friends. Um, In fact, so much so that um, we kind of came... Me and my group of friends kind of became popular. Uh, You know, we had tons and tons of people that were in our group. And just by the nature of how many people... Like, we had... Our group was bigger than any other group at school. Our our, our connection of friends, um, it was awesome, and that all came not just by me, but my friends were doing this as well. Came from forcing ourselves to do things we wouldn't feel comfortable doing, you know, um, doing things outside our comfort zone because we all have our own comfort zones. We all have these little bubbles that we want to stay in and and be invisible in and hope no one notices us. Uh, because we don't want to stand out and have other people laugh at us or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, we worry about what other people think about us. But here's the thing. Like, the more I started to just be myself, the less I started to care about what people thought of me. And the more people liked me. Mm. Isn't that weird?
1: Mm-hmm. That's so the true. More,
2: yeah. The more I stopped worrying about what people thought of me the more people wanted to be around me because they thought of me about good things, good things about me. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted people to think good about me so I would suppress myself. But then when I stopped suppressing myself, all of a sudden everybody liked me. It seems really weird. But that's because when you stop worrying about yourself so much, you can actually open up and worry about others a lot better. When you stop focusing on whether people like you or not, you can let the people that would actually like who you are come approach you because they see you're, you're putting yourself on display and people can actually then come to like you. Because otherwise they don't even know who you are, you're just hiding everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you get over that? How do you transition from one side to another? You start doing things in public that you would feel really uncomfortable doing. Um, and that's what I did, you know, I went to school after I had decided this for myself, I was like, okay, I have a hero. And that hero is this online character named Black Static. That's where Black Static where it comes from. <laughs> so I had made a character online. His name was Black Static. Everybody loved him. And I was like, I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy. And so how do I become him? Well, I'm going to pretend that I'm him in real life. Hmm. So I went to school and I had, I said, "Oh, yeah, I'm just going to take one step today. I'm going to just... I'm going to try to talk to somebody and sit down. Because this person online, he would walk up to somebody, sit down next to him and strike up a conversation, usually with a compliment or something. Or, hey, you're new here. But, you know, How did you get here? How did you find yourself? Whatever. And so I was like, I'm going to do that. So I was in band. I saw a person sitting by themselves, putting together an instrument. And I went to the seat next to them and sat down to this stranger or person who kind of knew me but like probably never really thought about me much you know or if they did maybe it was bad rumors who knows Mm -hmm. um but i sat down next to them i said hey you know i just started talking to them and it was awkward but i did it and they didn't hate me they thought that was interesting i thought it was interesting i had a good conversation for like two minutes or less and (laughs) That was that, but I forced myself to do something really uncomfortable, and I figured out I got through it just fine. I'm still alive, and I'm better for it. It wasn't that big of a deal, and then, you know, what's funny is that same day, later on, a joke popped, a joke popped up in my head. Someone said something. A teacher said something, and I thought something in my head, and I was like, that would be funny to say. No, I'm not going to say it, though, Wait, I'm going to say it. Black Static would say it. I'm going to say it. And so it was delayed. <laughs> but I said it. I said the response that would be funny. And everybody in the class start, started laughing. They thought I was funny. And they thought, like, of all people, Ryan just said that? That's hilarious. Like, he never says anything. Right? So everyone was laughing. It was, it was great. I don't even remember what it was. But I remember everybody's response. Um, and that I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is working. Like, I'm pretending to be this guy, but I'm transforming myself in, into this person. And over the course of a year, I kept on doing that. I kept on doing that. And um, I had to force myself to do that. But at some point, I no longer needed to force myself. It just became natural. At some point, it was easy to do those things. It became easy to sit down and talk to somebody I'd never talked to before because I had done it multiple times before and it was okay, you know? Um, And so how do you stop suppressing yourself? You have to train yourself. It's something you have to create new habits for. Um, But the only way to train yourself in this category is to do the things that you're uncomfortable doing and just letting it out there, letting yourself say your thoughts out loud, letting yourself Share your emotions with other people's. Share your desires with other people. Allowing yourself to do that when you say, I shouldn't do that. um, And getting over those fears. uh, Because that will help, hopefully, drive you in a direction that you won't be thinking so much about what other people think of you. Because it doesn't matter what other people think of you. Their opinions are their choices. Their opinions, It, it it doesn't change who you are. And... Who you are is the only thing you can determine. The only thing you can decide. So their opinions don't change that. Their opinions don't really matter. It's none of your business what they think of you is what uh, Robert Kiyosaki said. Their opinions of me are not my business. That's right. Because you don't have control over that. You have some control, but not complete control. Some people are going to hate you no matter what. Some people are going to hate you just because you seem like a cool person. Mm. I'm not kidding. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. if if you if you want to, if yeah, anyways, I think you get everything I'm saying, and I'm gonna let let uh, let Joe take take it from here.
1: Oh, man, I was just enjoying your story, man.
2: <laughs> I've told that so many <laughs> times in many different ways. So I love it in many different parts of it. I love it. Um,
1: yeah, uh, I would. I do have to mention this because Ryan talked about that and letting himself go and letting himself out there. And that's Embrace so important. Awkward. Embrace yes. the awkward. Yes. I love um, that. I will say this one thing Ryan had going for him at the time when he was, when he was kind of coming out of his shell and doing that kind of stuff, he had, um, he had a pretty good grasp of virtue of living as life with virtue and of thinking living kind of by the golden rule, doing to others as you would have others doing to you, stuff like that. Um, because from that you can go and act however you want to act. And it's not going to be offensive. It's not going to be hurtful to other people. It's not That's going to point. cause problems. Um, when I, I, did something kind of similar when I was in high school where I finally just let loose and was like, I don't care what people think of me. I'm just going to act whatever. But I did not have a grasp of virtue. So I never got to the point where I was physically violent, but I was verbally violent
2: Mm.
1: and offensive. And I would hurt people with words. I would hurt people a lot, you know, And, and that that type of Activity doesn't, it didn't do me any well, any good. It didn't do me any good. And it didn't do anybody else around me any good either. So undergird whatever is going on with, with a desire for virtue, with a desire to live, you know, live by the golden rule. What, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you can, can, if if you can keep that in mind and, and live that way, you know, with a, with a love for the people around you, then, then that lends itself to absolute freedom to do whatever you want out there, because you know, you're not going to offend, you're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. So that's step one. Um, I will say this because you said, uh, to stop self-suppression thoughts feelings emotions wants desires etc i know in my particular case there are a lot of desires wants and emotions that don't serve me well they may be disorder <laughs> what's
2: that yeah i'm glad i'm very glad you're touching on this cuz yeah there are suppressions that are very important
1: to yeah. have however however i i, I don't i don't want to say you should suppress it however there's a difference between just just saying, Oh, I have this feeling. It's a bad feeling. I'm just gonna, you know, shove it down there and not give it any light, blah, 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 blah. One thing I've found that can be very effective is to say, oh, I have this desire. I really want to punch this person in the face. Right? That that desire is not gonna lead to anything good. It's gonna lead to bad things. Right. But I didn't suppress it. I, I acknowledged the fact that I had the desire. So I said, Oh, I have this desire. I want to punch this person in the face. That would be the wrong thing to do. So I kind of had this little mental thing going on. And (laughs) you remember we were talking about what we we were talking about with Akhil about, you know, ready, fire, aim. This is a good time to take (coughs) a moment and Think about what you're going to do. Don't don't make a rash action. Make a plan. So and that's why it helps to cultivate a life of virtue. Um, so that way, these thoughts and feelings will be less and less and less and less. But if you have a feeling, if you if you have something and you're like, OK, should I do this? Or should I act this out? Maybe it's going to hurt people around you. Maybe it's not good for you. Maybe it's not good for anybody around you. And so the best thing for you to do is to not do the thing you feel like doing. Because it's going to hurt somebody. In that case, I acknowledge the feeling, okay, but I'm not going to do that. And I'll say, I really feel like doing this. But I'm not going to do that because that would hurt people around me. And that would just make things a lot worse. And I kind of say that to myself. I say That's just going to make things a lot worse. If I do that, it's going to make things a lot worse. And so then I haven't suppressed the feeling because I acknowledged the fact that I had the feeling and I accepted myself for having the feeling. I didn't beat myself up because I felt that way. I just said, oh, I feel this way right now. Well, that feeling, if I did that, it's going to cause a lot more problems. So I am going to choose to not do it. I let myself, I allowed myself the freedom to have the feeling, but then I also gave myself the freedom to choose whether or not to act on that feeling. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, So. With your thoughts, desires, and feelings, I never, I never, ever, ever want to tell anybody. Well, that's a bad thought to have. That's a bad feeling to have. You shouldn't have feelings like that. You shouldn't have thoughts like that. Because they're your thoughts and your feelings. You know, you, you can't always control them. Sometimes they come into your head and your heart and you don't know where they come from. They just pop up and they're there. But once they're there, you have a choice on how to respond to that coming into your head and into your heart. You can choose to act on it, in which case when I was in high school, what I would do, you know, I would be mad at somebody and so I would just go get up in their face and yell at them. I didn't care if it was a student. I didn't care if it was a teacher. I didn't care if it was a vice principal. I did not care. I would just belligerently yell at people. I can, re- this is crazy. I can remember being like inches away from my history teacher's face, like yelling at him because oh, of wow. the grade he gave me compared to another person's grade. And I looked at, you know, the, the results of our project and I was just, bah, like, <laughs> and that was the wrong thing to
2: do. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, if i might interject a Haley said, I think I started the self-suppression because I started telling myself that I'm not so important. Sorry, I'm not important and to focus only on others and helping them. I think I started my self-suppression because I started telling myself that I'm not important and to only focus on others and helping them. I started mm-hmm. refusing to express myself. Yeah. So I read it twice because I wanted to make sure I got it across correctly. No,
1: thank you. Thank you for that because the chat's moving, so I might have missed it. Um, yeah. So thank but no, you. no,
2: that's a interesting point. No,
1: that's and that can absolutely happen. I know people who I know mothers who get so wrapped up into being a mom that their kids become their top priority and they're always doing stuff for their kids, for their kids, for their kids, for their kids. And they never take the time to take care of their own basic needs. So that makes them less effective at being a mom because they're not t- they're not propping themselves up enough if that makes sense they're they're not taking care of their own basic needs and what it does is it takes away from how good they are at being a mom so it's it actually it actually sets them backwards in their goal and you t- Ryan talked about the uh, the Thanksgiving dinner, the stressed out. This was the other topic, wasn't it? This mm-hmm. was, uh, yeah, yeah. The last topic it. we did. But yeah, I, I know also I've, I've gotten caught in the trap sometimes when I'm, maybe I'm getting my kids lunch or getting them dinner or something like that. And so I'll fix them their food. I'll figure out what they want and then I'll fix them their food and then I'll give them their food and then I'll go and start getting my food because, um, and, and I have this thought in my head where it's like, okay, I want, I want them to come first. I put my kids first. So I'm going to get them their food first and then I'll take care of my own needs. Right. And, and it seems noble at the outset, but what, what always happens? I'll tell you what always happens. I get them their food. I hand them their food and they eat it while I'm getting my food. And then when they get done with their food, they want something else that I then have to get. And then I don't have, to have time that. to eat yep. my food. And then it turns into this cycle because we're off, we're, we're not on the same schedule.
2: Yeah, Like
1: they're, they they eat. And then when they get done eating, my food's ready. And so I'm about to eat and they're like, oh, I need this now. And then, so then what happens is I don't get to eat. So I'm hungry. So that comes across in my attitude, you know? <laughs> I'm not as good of a dad because I'm hungry and I haven't taken care of those basic needs. So what I learned was, all right, here's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm going to get, I'm going to get figured out what they want and I'm going to figure out what I want while at the same time, and I'm going to fix it all at the same time and we're going to eat together. And that way we're going to have that time spent eating together, which is way better. I mean, that mm-hmm. actually is, I think, more putting my kids first. Because not only am I feeding them food, but I'm spending that time with them where that that's time we wouldn't have had. If I was busy getting my food while they're eating, we wouldn't have had that time to bond while we eat, eat together. If that makes sense. it's
2: mm-hmm. a good example.
1: Yeah, so really, it it can it can be, it's, it's always noble to put others first. It's, it's definitely a good thing to think of others and, and to make sure we're putting them at the forefront. But at the same time, if we neglect ourselves to the point where it weakens us or we're not taking care of our basic needs, then we actually don't do as good of a job for those people. So our goal, we're not as good at it anymore. So in order to be the best at serving other people, in your case now, acknowledge your thoughts, acknowledge your feelings, think through them. Do not judge yourself for having these feelings, but take a realistic look at the feelings and then then you can try and sort them out. You can bring them to Don't Worry Wednesday. We'd be happy to try and, you know, offer some perspective. Um, whatever we can do to help. There's there's a lot of resources out there uh, for stuff like that as well. There's books. Um, sometimes you can talk to a counselor if you're just getting overwhelmed. Sometimes it just takes talking to somebody out loud. And if you have a school counselor, sometimes that's very helpful. I know there's lots of school counselors out there now. Um, and there's never any shame in that. Sometimes we just need a person to talk to so we can just get some of this stuff out. And one thing that always helps me, always, 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 when I have a tough time and I've got a whole bunch of pent up frustration and feelings of just, you know, like, ah, and I feel like I can't, I can't do any of these things. I can't punch this person in the face type of thing, right? I exercise. I take some time and I exercise. I will Even if it's just doing 20 jumping jacks, or 50 jumping jacks, or stretching. Stretching is one of the best things you can do. If you, you know, depending... Because sometimes you can't start a huge workout routine where you're going to just absolutely kill yourself because you, you, <laughs> you know, we always start not in very good shape. And it takes some time to get in better shape. Mm-hmm. But stretching is so helpful. That's one reason why people say yoga is so helpful with, with peace and stuff like that. But just the basic stretching can help so much if, if you just have a whole bunch of pent-up feelings and emotions that need to get released. If you do something physically, it can really go a long way to relieve those and smooth them out and help you think clearly. So then you can start to sort through your emotions and your feelings and you can start deciding how you want to handle them. But that deciding how you're going to handle your feelings and then handling them is much different than suppressing them rather than just shoving them down and not giving them the light of day. Instead, mm-hmm. you're acknowledging them and accepting the fact that you have those feelings and then handling them properly. Think through, okay, if I did this, what's the likely thing that's gonna happen? And then go through it with that and then you can decide what to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I- That's uh, a good point. I wanted to, uh, but yeah, I wanted to make sure, undergird all that with living a life of virtue And a life of goodness and love for others. Like you already do, Haley. Mm -hmm. You already want to help people. You already have a heart for other people. Cultivate that and think of them. But then also put yourself in the same position as they are and understand that if you're not operating at your best, you're not going to be as good for the people you want to help. So treat yourself well in order to treat others well as well. And that's a lot of the word well. <laughs> well, well then. <laughs> well now, so I'm going to turn it to Ryan. Well,
2: all right. Well, I, I do have, well, uh, some more things <laughs> to hopefully do you well. Uh, um, I thought of, you know, Joe, as Joe was saying, just ask yourself, who do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? Go be that person. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just be that person. Just be that person. And you'll go a long way. Um, Again, Joe, I think it's great that you touched on, you know, suppression is, um, even when you have bad thoughts, you don't necessarily want to suppress them. It's better to learn about that bad thought and hate Mm -hmm. it than suppress it. Because suppress Mm -hmm. it, it will probably come back later. Mm -hmm. But if you realize Okay, this is wrong because of this, this, and this, and I don't even like those things. So um, then, then it changes your view of that, and then it's likely less likely to come back.
1: Um, Yes, the point. The point of that is to make sure that we all understand we don't have to act on our feelings, right, in order to not
2: suppress them. Right, that's true. And the one last thing uh, again that you typed on, that you talked on, is. Um is everybody clapping for me? Because they love you? Oh, you guys are awesome. I was like, yeah, I do they're awesome. Um, oh. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I just so, saw. the last thing uh, I would say is remember that there is, okay, I've got two things the word charity and the word humility. Okay. So, you guys know what selfishness is? That's bad. You don't want to be selfish. Right? Right, Haley, you don't want to be selfish. And that's not what you're being. And then you know that they're selfless. That's bad. You don't want to be selfless. You've probably never heard that before. Or if you've heard it, you've heard it from me. You don't want to be selfish and you don't want to be selfless. Both of those are bad things. If you went to a psychiatrist or psychologist, psychologist, not psychiatrist, if you went to a psychologist, they have a term selfless. It's not a good thing. What you want to be is charitable because if you are selfish, the only thing you care about is you and and you just want everybody to please you and to please yourself that's not good. It's not even good for your it's not even good for you you want the best for you but you can't even you can't give that to yourself when you're in that mm-hmm. kind of thought process. Mm-hmm. you can be selfless where you don't care about yourself where your focus is on other people but you're not taking care of yourself and you think even possibly bad about yourself bad thoughts. That's not something you want to have either Um, because your value in this world is extremely important. So the third thing, which is what you want to be, is charitable. Charity is when you give to others from your wealth. Mm -hmm. Charity is when you give your gifts to other people, right? But in order to have self-wealth, you need to acquire that. And the only way to acquire that is not by being selfish, no. Not by being selfless, no. Charity is the giving of that. You acquire it through helping yourself and helping others.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: You have to do both. And the more you do both, the more charitable you can become. And then the last thing I want to say is humility. A lot of people think of humility as putting others before you, and that's not true. It goes along the same lines. Humility is the proper understanding of value, of human value. Humility is the proper understanding and acting out of your own value versus the value of everything else in the world. So it's humble for me to realize that I am worth more than a screwdriver and to act that out and to do the same for others around me. It's also humble for me to treat myself the same way as I treat others. If I put myself below others, that could be seen as humble in certain circumstances. But in truth, you aren't supposed to put yourself below people. You can put yourself below God, for example, um, but you can't put yourself below other people in terms of value and respect because you are the same value. If you lay down your life for them, that's not putting yourself below them. That's taking something and realizing that you have an equal value Mm. and you're choosing to do something good with your value. It's slightly different than I'm not as good or I I will never be as good as this person. That's not humility. That's self-disrespect. Humility is saying I am as good as this person and I want to take my life and lift them up with it. That's see. See, there's a difference there. Um, So remember, just remember that as you go forward, because that'll help you. That'll help you figure out what's right and wrong in the area. If you look at this situation, and you notice yourself putting yourself second place, or putting yourself below another person, I should say, then you know that that's not quite right. If you're being selfless, you know that's not quite right. If you're being charitable, now you've hit the right spot if you're being humble if you're understanding the value of each person then then you're on the right you're in the right spot you're in the right place and you can do good for others so yeah there
1: you are that was very well said that yeah i love that science rocks quoted you don't be selfish don't be selfless be charitable mm-hmm. i love that that that's the quote of the day
2: Aww. Think science. Yep. 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 So
1: thank you, Haley. Hopefully some of that helped. And don't don't ever be afraid to reach out. Don't yeah. ever be afraid to reach out to, to us or to um or to a counselor if, if you have someone you can talk to at school or anything like that. Because some there's one thing to type it out and have a and have a chat on Discord mm-hmm. there's or um, on a website or something, but there, there's a totally other dimension when you actually get to talk and just like kind of vent these things out mm-hmm. to somebody in person. You know, that can be so super helpful. And uh, I know there's a whole lot of craziness going on around you in your life right now, Haley. And it's going to be really easy for you to bottle up some of these feelings. And... Uh, I would, I would encourage you to, you know, take some of what we said to heart and rather than suppress your feelings, acknowledge your feelings. And be charitable. Yeah. Cool. Well,
0: thanks. we hope you've enjoyed this Don't Worry Wednesday discussion. All of these episodes from single questions to full programs will appear in the Don't Worry Wednesday section of our website bss.studio. While you're there, check out all the great content, ranging from music to games, chat, and uplifting discussions by our growing worldwide community. One out of two hosts even claim that these are some of the greatest people in the universe, and the other loves all of you unconditionally. Join the experience each week. Don't worry Wednesdays, regularly stream Wednesday evenings on YouTube. And don't be surprised if Ryan and Joe show up other times of the week. So be sure to subscribe and ring the notification bell so you don't miss out on any of the live streams. But you can always get your dose of insight with these handy podcasts. A Black Static and Swerve production.